Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's podcast. Um, it's a little bit of a change up here. I'm going to do the intro instead of Sean because you've had your moment and now it's my turn. Fair. Um, so how are you this week, Sean? I am very well, thank you very much. I'm very well. We're this much closer to Christmas, which means we're wibbly wobbly timey wibbly closer. Yes, we are. Do you know what? I think people might think we live in these jumpers. And they would be correct. <laughs> yeah, kind of a little bit. Right. So before we get into things, Sean, the most important thing, where can people find this podcast? Excellent. Well, of course, I presume you are watching this on YouTube right now at Who Culture, but you can also catch the audio versions on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, basically all of your normal podcast catchers. Also, Acast.com, which is where the main kind of TARDIS console for this podcast is. Um, and he asked us <laughs> before we released that recent video we did about Doctor Who wasted storylines. Ellie, did you want to say a little something about that? Um, yeah, that was one of my videos. Um some of those um, may be a little bit controversial, but you'll have to watch the video to find out. And also make sure that you words that you do check out last week's podcast. It did go up a couple of days later, so you might have missed it, but it's quite a good one. Um, we covered the ups and downs of Jodie Whittaker's era as a whole. So make sure you are checking those out as well. Cool, cool, cool. Now, for this week, we are going to go into there was there there's been some revelations or perhaps unrevelations, if that's a word, about Shooty Gatwa's 15th Doctor and some of the teasers that have been coming out about the 60th anniversary. So we're going to get into that in a couple of minutes. But before we do that, we have a section which we are referring to as TARDIS tidbits. TARDIS tidbits. I don't know why I'm doing this wacky inflatable arm-waving tube, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, TARDIS tidbits. So um, this will be all little bits of news that we get here and there throughout the week that we're going to go through bit by bit. And I believe Ellie has got to kick us off this week. I am. I kicked off last week. I'm kicking off this week. Um, So our first tidbit is uh, there's something strange maybe happening with Torchwood. If people are on Twitter often, then you might have noticed some kind of cryptic tweets from John Barrowman and also some straight up digs um, and shots fired towards Eve Miles in the last few days um, and over the last week or so from John Barrowman. And I think a lot of this has stemmed from some videos that have been floating around from a Comic Con where Eve Miles was seen being quite friendly with Gemma Redgrave. And so people have jumped to the conclusion that perhaps Gwen Cooper is back and has joined forces with Kate Stewart. Um, 
And if that is the case, then is that maybe a little bit of an inkling that Torchwood is back, but John Barrowman isn't? Now, he, he did also post um, a video about receiving some bad news. Now, we could be completely barking up the wrong tree. He could, you know, that something really, really awful might have happened. And if that's the case, then I'm very, very sorry. Um, but it also could mean that he has recently found out that his, his friend uh, may be carrying on with Torchwood without him. I'm not sure. I mean, personally, I'm not sure if Torchwood without Jack would work. I mean, when you look at Miracle Day with just the two of them, that was kind of pushing it. But it's if it's just Gwen, not sure. It's it's very hard to say. I mean, I love Torchwood. I think it's great fun. Uh, okay, Children of Earth wasn't fun at all. That was that was five episodes of just trauma. But um, Torchwood overall, I do like the way they bounce off each other. But yeah, as mm -hmm. the cast dwindled frankly did become a little bit less enjoyable um yeah so i'm not sure but then again if there is one thing that russell t does well it is ensembles um mm. so i'm not really sure um how to think now it, there will be obviously the idea of john barrowman returning will come with its own uh there is a obviously a little bit of controversy there about you know certain behavior behind the scenes and i'm i'm not sure for I, i'm like you we we don't know for a fact what the devastating news is um there was a clip that was tweeted out that showed now this is from a couple of years ago uh john and eve at a con and it was a really really nice clip and he has since indicated that perhaps that was not what it looked like mm -hmm. uh so i don't know it's a bit all over the place i yeah. do think i that mean this is this is a can of worms that we could delve into for quite some time if it's something sure. that people want us to talk about a little bit more in more depth and give a little bit more of an insight and a thought on then let us know um, in the comments and we will make it a main topic for a future podcast but for now that is kind of the general general feel of what's going on at the moment and again we could be completely wrong yes exactly ellie could be completely wrong <laughs> Now, the <laughs> next artist in this, um, so this is, um, throw my hands up in the air to saying this is not confirmed officially by Netflix, but according to an interview with Asa Butterfield, it looks like the fourth and final season of Sex Education is due to drop in April of 2023. Obviously, this is where I was introduced to Shuri Gatwa. I love him in this show i it's just absolutely it's so funny if you haven't watched it so far please go and check out the first three seasons on netflix if you are age appropriate let uh, me just add that it is very much so it this side of the pond it is 18s plus on the other side it is i think was it nc17 or or x-rated i i i'm not really sure adults you need to be an adult to watch this show mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, yeah but so as I say, just to be very clear, not confirmed by Netflix. We know it's coming and it seems like it'll be coming early 2023. So we're looking April. So hopefully mm. soon. Yep. And the third and final TARDIS tidbit this week. Now, I did cover this in more depth and detail last week when the announcement was made. But in the most recent issue of Doctor Who magazine, there were some revelations made, some news was dropped um, and... I've given my thoughts on them, but we haven't heard what Sean thinks of them. So Christmas specials are making a return as of next year. Well, Christmas festive specials, but Christmas specials, I think. 
Um, the next series or series 14 will have eight episodes. Um, Russell T. Davis has said that the long gap years are a thing of the past and that there is a lot more content to come. That's the, the general bent basis of what was what was announced last week. So, Sean, thoughts? Uh, delighted. Uh, Christmas specials. I have missed Christmas specials. Uh, and it's funny when you think about it. There's only a week in the difference, and yet it feels very, very, very different between a Christmas special and a New Year special. Now, maybe it's because I'm spoiled, you know, Christmas all, every single year and watch it with my dad. We'd have to go off into a little room by ourselves because the rest of the family were having none of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I'm, I'm delighted. It was a part of my Christmas day for so long. I'm delighted to have it back. So that's for me personally. If New Year's Day is your preference, it's absolutely fine. I've still never forgiven Doctor Who for absolutely ruining New Year's Day 2010 for me. You know, as uh, you know, we'd had our first big snow and so long in Ireland. And there I was in the room howling my guts out at the line. I don't want to go. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I think that's what I have against New Year specials. Um, the fact that the seasons are eight episodes long, I get it, I get it. So, um, it that's it's just the way TV is going now. Seasons are getting shorter. Um, the only thing that I I'm not concerned, but I'm very conscious of going into an eight episode season is that shorter seasons sometimes in several shows sacrifice character moments to mm -hmm. advance the plot because they have less time to get there. I'm but, not massively concerned about that because I've seen yeah. Russell T do mini exactly. series before, like years and years. Um, like, uh, oh, it's it's a sin. You know, <laughs> I he yeah. can do this. So I'm not massively concerned, but that, that would be my only hang up over. He, he did also season. hint that future seasons would potentially be longer. So oh, I actually hadn't seen that. Okay, that's, that's, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. Um, that is good to know. And then no more gap years. Brilliant. We all have a job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We've been just kind of scraping up everything we can in the last year to keep who culture afloat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and yes, as you know, as we confirmed last week, you know, we are starting out Ellie on an unearthly child episode one. And she has confirmed with us that by the time uh, we get to the 60th anniversary, she will have watched all of Doctor Who start to finish three times. Um. Is that before or after I finish all of Star Trek? Because let me tell you, if you want any content produced on this channel in the next year, that ain't happening. <laughs> concurrent, concurrent. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that that that's well that that's kind of my feelings on it. I'm delighted, you know, obviously the it, it's so much fun as a creator, as you know, reviewer to get to obviously in in you know enjoy new Doctor Who content but as a fan I'm just looking forward to having a lot of new content because it has mm -hmm. been very spaced out yeah uh, and even you know not just the Jodie era even the Capaldi era was a bit stretched as well mm -hmm. you know so I'm looking forward to having a semi-consistent output of Doctor Who definitely so moving on to the main topic of this video um, Russell T Davis said that that tiny little shot that we did get of Shooty Gatwa in the 60th was a lie. It was a big fat lie because the kind of cloudy background that we see him in when he says his, what does he say? What the hell's going on here? Will somebody tell me what the hell's going on here? We have watched it, I promise. Many, many <laughs> times. <laughs> um, it's uh, basically just a false false background there because the real 
background for that scene would be too much of a spoiler if it had been in that in that little teaser. And um, the quote that he put in Doctor Who magazine was, you'll never see that again because the actual location would give away too much. So really what we're going to kind of go over here is theories of what is going on there in the 60th. Um, I mean, who, who knows? But no, um, I, 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 I love the fact, and he is a flippin' liar, is Russell T. He's good at that. Um, so I do like that they're doing misleading marketing because it's kind of marvelly. It's it's uh, uh, yes, actually, yeah. Um, so I mean, one of the theories we've seen that he's standing on. Th- th- there's a theory that I uh, I will take the stick by shooting this down straight away. Some people said, "Oh, is he on Bad Wolf Bay?" I was like, "Please don't be." That yeah. that 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 would that would be my fate. I think not that I have anything against Norway, and not that I have anything against Rose Tyler or the Metacrisis Doctor. I'm just like the fact that David Tennant is back already. There's huge nostalgia going to be going on in these episodes. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. Might be totally wrong, and I might love it if it if I am wrong. Well, it's isn't that it, the theory kind of goes that he's on Bad Wolf Bay, but he's switched places with the Metacrisis Doctor. And they're in the parallel universe. And obviously you have Yasmin Finney as Rose. And so there's mm-hmm. that kind of parallel. And then people are kind of thinking, well, does that mean that Billy Pipe is going to be back if they're on Bad Wolf Bay in the, in the parallel world? Again, I don't know. The fact that, yeah, I think I agree. The fact that David Tennant is already back. And for the 50th, you already had David Tennant and Billy Piper. I think if you did the same two again, it's just a bit repetitive, isn't it? You, it's kind of, you need something new. True. Plus, we have uh, Catherine Tate. Like, we have Donna, who mm-hmm. doesn't... Re- uh, yes, Donna has stood on Bad Wolf Bay as the Metacrisis Doctor was going off to have a happy relationship, but I don't... I, I Personally, I, I think that's quite unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there is another possibility that because we know the background is fake, he could be standing in the TARDIS control room. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And there have been some leaked photos of a new TARDIS interior, which did very quickly disappear again. So, But if there is going to be a interior change of the TARDIS I feel like that's more likely to come in series 14 as opposed to in the 60th special so if that clip is from the 60th I'm not sure that the TARDIS will have changed yet that makes sense to me yep yeah um there's another theory that he might be stood on Gallifrey but again like I was just saying about them having Rose and David Tennant, or Rose and David Tennant, Billy Piper and David Tennant would be very similar to the 50th. I think going back to Gallifrey would again be a little bit too repetitive of the 50th. Plus, you then have to deal with the whole, all the Time Lords are dead. Are we going to address that? Um, You know, something like that. Which, and maybe they will. I mean, Russell T. Davies killed them all before. Stephen Moffat brought them all back again. It could just be they're tagging each other in and out. Yeah, well, Um, then Chibnall killed them all off again. Yeah, that's true. Which means it's now <laughs> Russell's turn to bring them up. Yeah. Um, personally, I like your theory. Um, now, I know you've discussed it here before, but I like the theory that, that you have him standing with the Guardians of the Edge. Yeah. it's see, Considering that we have been told that this special is going to kind of be a continuation from the power of the Doctor, I feel like that's the most feasible theory. And also, if you look at the whole kind of degeneration that we saw in in the power of the doctor it then would make sense that the the regenerations of degenerations are going backwards which is why we have david tennant and that this future incarnation is kind of stuck trying to break through and and can't somehow whether that's under the influence of neil patrick harris's character or whether that's still as a result of something that the master did i'm not sure but i think it probably is more likely to be to be that than any of the other theories that I've seen so far. I I I think so. So we'll 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 have to see. Also, usual crack. If you want to get some cameos from some living doctors, stick them on the edge of a cliff. Um, like that mm-hmm. absolutely works for me. So what we'll do now is let's throw it out to your fan sub- submissions, folks. Thank you so much to everyone who's been leaving comments. Uh, so just a reminder that every week in advance of these, we will be putting up community posts and we'll be looking for your submissions. So uh, make sure you keep commenting. So thank you very much. Now, so let's see what we've got. Ellie, you had a couple there first. I do. And every week I say I need to put my glasses on. So do you know what? I'm actually going to do that like an old granny so that I can actually read it. Good so <laughs> this is a great username. Dalek Seth Brilliant. says... All I'm hoping is the 14th Doctor's personality will be different to 10. Yes, he may have the same face, but he should be different in character given what 11, 12 and 13 have all been through. If it's just 10, I'll be disappointed as it will be a wasted opportunity. I also hope that 14 accepts his regeneration into Shooty, like all others before. 10's I don't want to go, I really didn't like. Also, I hope we get one of Beat the Meep's songs. Um, I have to agree with that, though. I do. Yes. I like that David Tennant's back, but the fact that they've made a point of it being 14, not 10 back, mm-hmm. you need to have differences 
Although, obviously, the fact that it's a familiar, they've gone back to the same incarnation, you know, he's immediately gone, I know these teeth. So is it the same body? It's the same. But I understand what they're saying here. You can't ignore the experiences of those doctors that have been in that gap. I, I, that will I, I influence it. Um, like every doctor in their own way is different from what came before, building on what came before, because half the fun of it really is, you know, say Matt Smith asking them, would they like a jelly baby? Do you know, things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um. So I do want to be different. I don't think it will be different is the, mm. is the actual, that's my actual feeling there. Um, Because they're bringing him back for nostalgia. And I understand that. And they're bringing him back to bring the old fans back. And, you know, I, I don't see Donna Noble not being Donna Noble. Um, I think I'm okay with that. Dalek mm-hmm. Teth makes a good point. Yeah. yeah. I also didn't love, here's my, you know, bombshell. I didn't love, I don't want to go. Love the scene, love the episode, enjoyed it overall. But thematically, uh, I do like that Matt Smith take a, takes a dig at him. It's like I was having vanity issues at the time. Yeah, I do. I do. I think when I first watched it, because of how traumatic it was as an audience watching that happen, it was like, oh my god. But I think since then, upon rewatching it, I do think it's a little bit like, come on, man, chill out. The rest of them just accepted it. You're not actually gonna die. You know, like humans, they have one life, and you're being very spoiled right now because you're not actually gonna die. You're just going to just snap into somebody else and you get to carry on living. So is it a bit of a overreaction? Maybe a little bit. Darcy Robson, the special ends with the 14th Doctor saying something like, I'm ready to go. We will mm-hmm. see the Guardians of the Edge again. Shooty and David will swap in and out as the Doctor. I think that's probably what we was like. Guardians of the Edge, I would love to see again. Um, I'm ready to go. Would I think that would be a lovely bookend. Yeah, a bit of closure, kind of full circle oh. moment. I tell you what, that kind of that swapping between Shooty and David Tennant, it reminds me of that moment in the the Sarah Jane Adventures episode where the one that Matt Smith is in, where his body keeps swapping between him and Clyde. And it's literally like this weird morphing. And I kind of have a similar kind of vision in my head of of David Tennant and Shooty Gatwick kind of fighting for that position. I actually kind of like, I'm not going to lie. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Jonathan Hedman says, Neil Patrick Harris is the dream lord. Obviously, I have my suspicion as to who Neil Patrick Harris is. Mm -hmm. And I also think that most people have come to the same conclusion about who Neil Patrick Harris is. But I do like the dream lord is a good suggestion. True. But I also want Toby Jones back. If we're going to do the dream lord, I'd like Toby Jones back. Yeah, um, but there were theories that the Dream Lord was kind of actually the Doctor, just a kind of projection of himself and maybe not real. Or, But I like that theory as as another contender for who he might be because we may be very wrong. I think most oh, people yeah. have come to the conclusion that he is the Celestial Toymaker, but we, we could all be massively wrong. Um, I, You'll have to let me know what it feels like. I've never been wrong, so you'll have to let me know what it feels like. <laughs> Uh, next up, all right, we have ah Stephen Legresley. Okay, 
So I think Shooty Gatwa's Doctor is trapped in the in-between space because I think the 60th is going to end with the Doctor almost turning into the Valyard and Gatwa's Doctor is going to be fighting to prevent him from happening. I think part of the Toymaker's plan will be to try and bring him out and I think the Doctor part of Donna will be taken out of her to make it happen which is how she'll be able to return her memories. Bloody hell, Stephen, he's written a whole special there. Wow. That's really good. I, I really like that theory. I like that. And this is the thing as well. I kind of, how can Donna be back? Yes, exactly. You know, hi, Donna. I'm the doctor. And you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really, because the exclusion of the Valyard so far, um, the Valyard possibly, you know, to people who have joined from the revival, and I would include myself in that because I obviously kind of started with the revival as well. The Valyard be like, Who? The Valyard got the name drop in the name of the Doctor. So the Great Intelligence reminded us the Valyard existed. And the Valyard is supposed to be an evil incarnation of the Doctor between his 12th and final incarnations. Now, those final incarnations, they're, they're long gone at this stage. But the Valyard never appeared. So I would like to see that addressed. Now, whether it's in this story, which would be cool, or in the future, I don't know. But I do like the idea of saving Donna so that she can remember the Doctor and then it's great and everything. Yeah, that is one of the biggest questions I have at the moment is... Not not about how is David Tennant back or who is Neil Patrick Harris. My, my big question is, how is Donna in the same room as the Doctor running into the TARDIS? There's explosions happening. And how is she not dead? Yeah. That needs Basically. to be explained. <laughs> JJS Productions. I think it won't be the version of Donna we last saw, but more a fictional dream version that the villain, whoever he may be, creates to torment the Doctor. Basically like Turn Left or Amy's Choice. I also think that the events of Power of the Doctor are the reason the regeneration has gone wrong. Maybe when Jodie went back into her body after the Master took over, the degeneration is still going backwards and that's why we have David's body back and the plot will be about trying to get the regeneration to go forward again. Okay. So then in that theory, we could see other previous incarnations of the Doctor. Mm -hmm. I have Um, seen a lot of theories. Obviously, we couldn't read out every single comment that we've had, but there were quite a lot of comments that suggested that this wasn't the only familiar face that we were going to see and that if it was a degeneration that we may also see Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi or maybe even Jodie again, although that wouldn't really make sense if it's going backwards. Mm. Come on, Chris Rexon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we can hope we we can hope or come on Sean Pert we, anyway I'm not going to go over that one again mm. uh, I do like that theory a lot uh, for nostalgia as mm-hmm. much as I like the idea that regeneration went wrong you know yeah. um, and I also of... like that there's another offering there another explanation for how Donna can be there without it kind of interfering with her storyline oh do you know what I've just had a thought Pure, this is a, a on-the-spot Sean thought for Who Culture. A rare occasion. I know, right? Yeah, whistling <laughs> through the ears. What if it's not just the Doctor's incarnations, but the Master's as well? Ooh. That's interesting. Professor Yana, Missy, mm-hmm. um, Harold Saxon, and of course, classic Masters. Um, mm. You know, 60 years is a long time. It'd be nice to celebrate that too. Um, Mm -hmm. And of course, only because there was the old switcheroo between the Master and the Doctor in the power of the Doctor. So that could be a bit of a curveball. Imagine, yeah, the Doctor looking in the mirror and Missy's looking back. That would be very strange. But I like it. 
I like I like it too. You know what? If this job doesn't work out, maybe we should ask the BBC if they want some writers. Bloody yeah, yeah, right. Some yeah, idea yeah. makers. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last the last comment I hear. So Jackson McManus says Yasmin Finney's Rose is Donna's daughter. It is a theory that I'm fully behind and has been seen a lot. Another theory is that Neil Patrick Harris is playing the Valyard himself, but I believe that's been disproven. I hope other companions show up and former doctors, but I don't know for sure. So from that one, um. Yasmin Finney's Rose is Donna's daughter. Uh, I think that is very, very possible because uh, we know Donna and Sean are both back in this episode yeah, as well. Yeah, I, th- I keep forgetting that that's not actually an officially confirmed fact. I think in my head that that is just, that is who she's playing. Just head, at least headcanon until that's But confirmed. I keep yeah. forgetting that that actually hasn't been confirmed but also is very, very, very likely. Oh, I wonder if if that is the case, would it be a little bit like the end of time, that Donna's always in the next room? Right, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the Doctor, you know, Rose becomes the companion. Um, And uh, and obviously Wilf as well. Oh, Uh, oh, come on, November, just come here quickly. (laughs) I shouldn't be wishing my life away, but still. Um... Thank you, everyone, so much for your comments. Um, we're we're all enjoying these different theories. Um, keep them coming, keep them coming. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Up, yeah, we'll put up the community post like that ahead of next week's recording. So, in the meantime, um, yeah, just stay cool, stay wibbly wobbly, look after yourselves, follow us on all of the various socials. Mm-hmm. And also make sure that um you are liking these videos and sharing these videos and. Also, most importantly, make sure that you've hit that subscribe button. Um, We can't continue with these longer podcast style videos if they do not get the the attention that they need. So you really, really need to help us out with that and make sure that you are sharing them and liking them so that we can continue doing them because we really enjoy doing these videos. I mean, people have commented a lot that there is really nice to just look, there's two people having a chat. It's like sitting in a room with some friends. That's genuinely what we're doing. And we've just got lots of people watching us while we do it. And we get to include your guys' suggestions. And it genuinely does feel just like a massive fan group of friends. I did. No, I'm like, I'm having a ball doing this. So, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Hit the buttons. Do the things. You're all awesome. Keep things wibbly wobbly.